0: How's it going, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Wheelchair Pulpit Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Cannon, and in this episode, I'll be discussing about yesterday's Thanksgiving, the Christmas season, and the weekend games. But let me open up in prayer, and then we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that you've given us. Thank you for yesterday's Thanksgiving Day that we were able to spend with family and friends. And I pray that this podcast will encourage and motivate others. In Jesus' name, I pray, Amen. So, again, welcome to the Wheelchair Pulpit podcast. I'm your host, Logan Cannon. And I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving Day. Hopefully y'all had a great time with family, friends, whoever you spend your Thanksgiving day with. I spent my day with my mom's side of the family. We tend to go over to my Aunt Linda's house and eat a, an unnecessarily amount of food, but good food nonetheless. And then we all just sit around and watch some football we watched the Houston Texans play the Detroit Lions and then we watched the Redskins play the Cowboys and then when we got home we took down all the fall decorations and started putting up the Christmas stuff and that's basically what anyone else does there are those who wait until Thanksgiving Day to Put up all the, all their Christmas ornaments and Christmas decorations. But there are those who already have put up their Christmas stuff right after Halloween. I've always been the one that will put my stuff for Christmas after Thanksgiving. And then I'll li- watch some Christmas movies. Let's some Christmas music right after Thanksgiving, but there are those who already have been doing all their Christmas stuff. So last night, my family and I were watching some Christmas movies, and we were all discussing our favorite Christmas movies, Christmas songs, and me personally, my favorite Christmas movie is the Grinch with Jim Carrey I grew up watching that movie and I just felt like that was by far my favorite and the best Christmas movie I could basically quote it from beginning to end uh there are those who go the route of it's a wonderful life the Home Alones uh I don't believe Die Hard is a Christmas movie even though it is based on Christmas Eve. I just never felt like Die Hard was a Christmas movie. But that's just me personally. That's my personal opinion. But now I'm starting to watch and listen to Christmas music and movies. My favorite Christmas song right now off the top of my head is Mary Did You Know by Clay Aiken. I'll listen to Blue Christmas by Elvis. Christmas Sues" by New Song. But everyone has their own preference. Your preference is probably wrong compared to mine. But we can discuss that. At a later time. So let's get into some sports real quick. My alma mater Pace High School is traveling to Jacksonville, Florida to play in the regional championship. And last time they were in this deep in the postseason was when they played Tim Tebow's high school team. Beginning of the of their football season, they didn't look so hot. They lost their first two games and then the coaching put a spark, lit a fire in them and went on a winning streak and now they're up against one of the best teams in Southern Florida. I don't exactly know the uh, the name of it, but I do know that. They haven't been this deep in the playoffs since head coach Mickey Lindsey was the coach and they played Tim Tebow when he was in high school. So I'll be following them when they kick off tonight around 7.30. But some news in college football is really disheartening for the fans of Alabama and Ohio State. Nick Saban was yet again tested positive for COVID-19. And I just found out that Ohio State head coach Ryan Day also tested positive for COVID-19. So they won't be able to coach their games tomorrow. Look, COVID-19 has been a thorn in all of our sides since basically the summer of this year has started it's really took a toll on us Americans financially economically personally emotionally spiritually I mean anything that you can think of COVID-19 has affected for me personally it's affected my work It's affected my time to go to the movies and watch movies. It's affected sports and now it's affected me going to UWF to go on campus because I really want to go on campus to uh, go to my classes. But the classes I will be taking are online and I don't mind online classes. I feel like some classes I take I prefer on campus because like with math I want to see the teacher working it out if I was to take a foreign language I would want to be in the classroom hearing it from the teacher hearing it from Other students getting their ways of trying to improve it, but we all have to adapt. God has a plan, and so we have to just trust in Him. But in the world of sports, COVID has really just has really just been a thorn in our side. with players testing positive, coachings testing positive, the NCAA and different conferences having to postpone, cancel games. It's, it's annoying. And now with movies, me and my family went and saw Elf in theaters, which I was never a big Elf fan it's not bad but I don't particularly think it's great but we we went to the theaters it was dead there was hardly anyone in the theater and come Christmas time that's when everyone goes to the movies that's when all the big movies come out is around Christmas time but now Because of COVID, no one's going to the movies. They're not releasing the big name movies. And that's just really obnoxious. But back to Alabama and Ohio State. Head coaches Nick Saban and Ryan Day. They won't be able to coach unless something comes up. If it was a false positive, I really feel sorry for the workers that have to test, They have to have COVID tests repeatedly. Like for me, I'm not going to go just take a random test. If I don't feel the symptoms, then I'm not going to go get tested. However, if I do feel like I'm getting these symptoms, I'm going to be responsible and go get tested. But these players, these coaches, these administration workers, and others that have to take these random and routine tests, if they don't feel symptoms, but they're, ple- but they're tested positive. I mean, they're kind of... They're in quicksand. They, they can't really do anything about it. So Kentucky has... Kentucky's supposed to play Florida tomorrow. And Kentucky has eight players out with COVID. So they won't be able to play... Kentucky has always played Florida hard these past few years. It's just not the same. It's not the same without all the players healthy. Florida had to Florida basketball had to cancel their first game their first two games. One was against UVA, who I'll be talking about here in a little bit but that's something I'm talking about I'm looking forward to call to Gator basketball coming back up and then I get a notification saying that they canceled their first two seasons I mean look do I want everyone healthy absolutely but if you have players I mentioned this I mentioned this in my previous episode If there are players that are healthy and they're able to play, why not play them? I mean, they're there for a reason. They're there to play the game. They're there to play. So why don't you let them play and let those who are having to quarantine, let them quarantine? I just don't now... If there are players that are positive for COVID and no one is able to play, like there aren't a sufficient amount of players that are required to play, I get that. But if there are players that are able to play, regardless of if it's football, basketball, let them play. They practice hard. They're there for a reason. Let them play. Now, I mentioned the number four ranked Virginia Cavaliers. They didn't play their game against the Gators, which they've been tough for the past few years. But Virginia lost. To the University of San Francisco today, 60 to 61. San Francisco. There was about 11 seconds left on the clock. San Francisco had two free throws, missed them both. Which, if you're if you're a college basketball player or an NBA player, and you miss free throws you should have your scholarship revoked or your salary docked. There's absolutely no reason why you should miss a free throw. I mean, it's a, it's a gimme point. You practice free throws for five hours for a reason and then when you need those free throws most, you you miss it. I feel like these players are more worried about getting a swish and making the shot look pretty than actually making the basket. A free th- There's no reason why a free throw should not be made. But UVA lost to San Francisco today 60 to 61. San Francisco had two free throws and missed them both. UVA got the ball pitch it out to a free to a player on the three point and missed it. And that's why I love college basketball. In college regardless, there are no guarantees. In NFL, there's pretty much an all this pretty much always a guarantee. that the team that is better is gonna win in college there are no guarantees so that's why I think college, college sports in general is so much more intriguing to watch now Nine times out of ten, if you watch a college game, you're pretty much going to know who's going to win. But that's why I just love college sports. So that's all, all I have for this episode. Catch me back on Monday to go over the weekend games, both in college and in pro. And I'll end this episode in prayer. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Stay safe this weekend. And I'll talk to you all on Monday. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this podcast episode. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to record this episode. Father, I pray as we go into this weekend as we stay safe, stay healthy, and I pray this in your person's name. Amen. How's it going, guys? And welcome to the Wheelchair Pulpit Podcast. Hope everyone is getting ready for the Christmas and New Year season. And in this episode, I'm going to briefly talk about my workout exercises, the SEC championship game this past Saturday, and the final college football playoff rankings. But before I do that, I'm going to open up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that you've given us. Father, I thank you for this podcast and the listeners that it's reached out to and I pray this with your precious name. Amen. So before I get into some sports talk, I'm going to briefly discuss my workout routine. I don't really talk about it much. So just to briefly talk about what I do. On Mondays, I get on the workout mat and exercise my balancing and core Tuesdays and Thursdays are primarily focused on arms and cardio I've really seen a improvement on my strength and especially health with everything going on with COVID-19 and the flu season I'm severely grateful for the seven project gym that I go to and I encourage anyone with a physical or mental disability that wants to have a great workout and get in touch with some great people I encourage you to research the seven project in Pensacola so this past Saturday was the SEC championship game played with Alabama Crimson Tide against the Florida Gators and it was a lot closer than people expected including myself but Alabama won the game with a score of 52 to 46. Everyone knew that this game was going to be an offensive shootout between the two teams, but everyone thought Alabama was going to run away with it, but Florida kept it close. Alabama's quarterback, Mac Jones, had 418 yards with five touchdown passes and one interception. And Florida's quarterback Kyle Trask had 408 yards, three touchdown passes, and a rushing touchdown. So this should basically ultimately determine who was the Heisman Trophy, and I still believe that it would be Kyle Trask. So just quickly sum up Kyle Trask's record season. He led the country in total touchdowns with 46, touchdown passes with 43, passing yards with 4,125, and 375 yards passing yards per game. If that's not a Heisman winning season, then you need to convince me otherwise. Everyone saying... Yes, Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones should be the Heisman winner. If you compare Kyle Trask's stats that I just mentioned compared to Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones, the numbers don't lie. He should be the winner and just because he didn't finish with an undefeated season, Tim Tebow didn't finish his undefeated season winning the Heisman. He went nine and four, going to a bowl game. It it doesn't make sense to me that he's that Kyle Trask should not be the Heisman trophy winner, leading every quarterback stats this whole season. If you don't think that Kyle Trask deserves the Heisman, then you need to message me and convince me otherwise. And you need to have a very strong case for convincing me because with the st- stats that I just mentioned, you're going to be hard to convince me otherwise. So now the final college football playoff rankings came out yesterday, and it ended with Alabama being number one, Clemson number two, Ohio State number three, and Notre Dame at number four. So let me just get this out the way. Ohio State and Notre Dame have absolutely no business being in the playoffs. Zero. Zilch. Nada. If you saw the way Ohio State played against Northwestern and Notre Dame getting throttled by Clemson, how can you tell me that those two teams deserve to be in the playoffs? Texas A&M got absolutely snubbed And it shows that the college football playoff committee needs to seriously consider expanding it to 8 to 10 teams. It just doesn't make sense to me that Clemson and Ohio State, yes, Ohio State and Clemson ended the season with one loss. But that doesn't matter. You can't tell me that Ohio State and Notre Dame is better than Texas A&M. Look, I'm just going to be completely honest. All this sums up is money. Money, money, money. That's all that matters when it comes to the College Football Playoff Committee. Clemson is going to throttle Ohio State, and Alabama is just going to roll over Notre Dame. It's going to be expected. It's going to be... It's, it's not going to be fun to watch. It's just going, it's going to ultimately be a, another Alabama-Clemson National Championship. And at the end of the day, when those four teams end up playing against each other, it's just going to show that Ohio State and Notre Dame will have no place being in the college football playoffs. I told y'all that Notre Dame was going to stink it up early in the game. And I told y'all that Ohio State didn't have that impressive resume to convince people that they deserve to be in the college football playoffs. I feel bad for Texas A&M because their only loss was against Alabama. If you're to tell me that an Alabama-Notre Dame-Clemson-Ohio State game will be better than a potential Alabama-Texas A&M rematch or a clemson Texas AM and game. You're fooling yourself. So now it seriously needs to be considered. Expanding it. To 8 to 10 teams. I've always wanted to see. A. College football. Tournament like college basketball, but that would just take too long. So, college football really needs to look deep into having to expand it to eight to ten teams because that would be much more exciting. And much more enjoyable to watch. Because these little bowl games Florida's playing Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl, Georgia's playing whoever in the Peach Bowl. These little New Year's Six Bowls and these little other bowl games. They seriously, seriously, seriously need to consider expanding it. Because we as the fans we're tired of Alabama Clemson. We're tired of watching Ohio State and Notre Dame squeaking it in when they have no... I guarantee you, I guarantee you that if Notre Dame played against Georgia, against Florida, against Oklahoma, against all these other teams in the top 10, that Notre Dame would lose. They choke against these good teams... And they choke in these big games. You can't tell me, well, Notre Dame beat Clemson in the beginning of the season. Yeah, they beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. That is a huge difference. Huge difference. And Ohio State, what, they played... Not even half a season. So you can't tell me that Notre, that Ohio State... Played... A reasonable... And compelling season... That they're... Going to be able to go... Toe to toe... With Clemson and Alabama. It's ridiculous. It's... It's... Just... It's ridiculous. I mean... We're, we're t- I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the same old playoffs when it comes to Alabama and Clemson. Ohio State and Notre Dame at the end of the day, they just they don't deserve it. And I just saw an ESPN poll asking who should win the Heisman. Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones and the wide receiver from Alabama and not putting Kyle Trask in the conversation it's it's disrespectful, it's blasphemous and ESPN really needs to just get out of the big names and look at the stats. So I hope y'all have a great Christmas. I hope y'all have a great New Year's Eve and New Year's. Please be responsible. And just know that you can have a good time this New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Without getting drunk or getting high. So I'm going to end this podcast in prayer. And I'll see y'all next time. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you've given us. Thank you for this podcast episode. Thank you for this podcast in all. And I pray that whoever listened to this will be encouraged. And I pray this will be in your precious name. Amen.